Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. We're saying it's episode 18. We weren't given that little bit of information. I think it is 18. Yeah, I think we'll go with 18. We'll go with 18. 18 sounds good. We are, of course, joined by Andy Bush it's and Rooney's David. old number as well, isn't it? It is. Know, so. It is. You know, it's yeah, it, yeah. It, it's great. You know, and there's other players. Phil before. Neville, Phil Neville, tremendous footballer mm. that he was. Mm. Um, yeah, it's all good. It's mm. all good. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, since we last spoke, Everton have gone out of another trophy, um, <laughs> which obviously isn't great. But um, how did you? How did you find Friday night at uh, at Old Trafford? The manager seemed to better, think it was all right. Did you? Okay. I thought it was better. Mm. Yeah, no, no. Genuinely, I thought um, I thought the scoreline flattered United slightly um, okay. on balance, and um, and I think that actually at least at least we saw a performance. You know, we didn't win, mm. but I thought that the performance was much improved, um, and that can only be a good thing. So actually, I wasn't too disappointed with Friday night. Okay. The, the only issue is any time we've had a. Um, Tin helmets saving Private Ryan style show of uh, resilience, which either ends in a draw or like a heroic defeat. You always think, well, hey, this could be the turning point. This could be it. He's finally getting a tune yeah. out of them. And then they turn around and absolutely stack it in the next game. Yeah. So um, th- those little moments, this is what's been so cruel about being an Evertonian in the past couple of seasons. Is those moments of hope are actually just a little prelude to just something even, <laughs> even worse. It's even worse than you thought it was before. Last couple of seasons, last couple of decades. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's brutal. Can I ask you, gentlemen, before I go to bed, is that we're talking about, you know, both of you there, you know, Dave saying it was better, he put a bit of a performance in, Andy saying we saw little shoots of hope, mm-hmm. and then with next game we let them down. Is that, how much stock do you place on the manager for that? Or is it the players? I think it has to be the players. Mm. For me, um, you know, I think I genuinely believe, as we all do, I think that Frank wants to wants to win every game. I mean, granted, we've been critical of some of his changes in the formation in the last few weeks. Maybe that wasn't the right thing. So I think that he has to be criticised there and he has to be culpable there. But I think really this, this hot and cold thing um, has to be predominantly down to the players. Mm. I mean, true. I mean, God, if Damari Gray had end product, wouldn't it be such a different... Mm. Everton over these past couple of seasons as mm. well, so it's good to see him kind of firing. But it's a bit of both, bit of both, isn't it? Like definitely a lot of it is sometimes on the players and their bravery and all that kind of thing. Uh, but but also, I, I think there are moments where he he does set up a bit weird, mm. Frank. And I, I feel like sometimes people don't really know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, uh, I've had enough of a Drissa Gay's incredibly casual way of playing the ball, uh, like he's uh, mm. cruising. You know, what I mean, like in a, in a Champions League game, it's just a. It just you know, last couple of minutes, four or five, and up, he kind of plays like that sometimes. So I just think a few individual players can can pull their socks up a little bit to use an old fashioned phrase. So I think it's like a mix. It's a mix of the two, mm. but you do want. I mean, the Southampton game is everything now, isn't it? So it's all down to that, pretty much. Absolutely. I mean, Ped, what, where, um, where are you at with yeah, that? Yeah, to be honest, I, I I slight I agree and disagree with both both days because I I generally put it all on all on the manager because. Simplified the game for players. These are not the best players. No, Damari Gray comment. Damari Gray had any kind of consistency. He wouldn't play for Everton because he'd be a good yep. player. Yeah. Person, you Top know what player, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I think mm. you've got to simplify mm. it for the team. I think, I think these the, the formation is, um, or we look better in a formation like like that and mm. like the Manchester City game. It allows us to become more of more of the underdog and more of the fighter. 
And I think Everton yeah. have got to respect where we are and we're not. We've almost got to look at it and think 19 teams are better than us. Mm. So mm. so why are we trying to take trying to be better than them? Or be, you know, and I, I think that's, that formation gets more out of the players and gets more out of someone like Damari Gray. Um because he's he's got loads of space ahead of him and he can run with the ball. Um, it, it it was marginally better, but as we said yesterday when we did the final word, you did feel like it was a championship team going to a Premier League team just trying to hang in the game rather than rather than taking taking the game to Man United, mm-hmm. which is what we're not really capable of doing anyway. So I under mm-hmm. I, I think there are tactics going forward. It's sad. It's not. It's. I would like to. I wouldn't say it's not great to watch because what we watched against Brighton, Jesus Christ, mm. no one wants that in their lives. That no. was absolutely abysmal. So, um, I just continue with that because I think that's how you get the most out of players. Yeah, do you think that yeah. we're at such a different? We play so differently to all the other teams that we play. We're just at such a different, worryingly different level to them. Whether it's going forwards compactness the way that we manage a game fitness fitness level i just feel like, i mean I, I was moaning on twitter the other night about we always seem to be blowing out of our ass mm. and someone made a very good point that it's because we never have possession yeah mm. Mm. do you know what i mean Chasing so the game, yeah. there's just loads of issues where i look at other teams like you like you said the brighton thing the other the other night we mentioned this on last week's podcast you look mm. at them you think my god i'd give anything just to play a little bit like that look, look a little bit like that do you mm. know what i mean yeah i, I, I don't necessarily agree that 19 teams are better than us. But what I would say is we No, but I think we should act, act like 19 like teams. Well, I mean, what, yeah, I we, think... we, a lot of the time we do act like yeah. 19 no, teams no, are better no. than us. I think if we, I think for now, um, I think we said this a while ago, but for now I think he just needs to hang on in there with the the five at the back thing and, you know, at home try and make it a little bit more attacking, as in just by the way they play, not necessarily changing it back to four or, a, or what have you. Because we need to... We need to stay in games, and and we won't be punished by lesser teams the way we were punished by Manchester United playing that way. And then we looked so much better with Damari Gray just off Dominic Calvert Lewin. Mm-hmm. Certainly for now, until if you know Everton are trying to do a couple of things in the transfer market, but we are in. You know, we're on the tenth of January, and we haven't got anyone in yet, and other people have. So this but is this, this, this is, is playing exactly out what, what you said, said, Dave. Well, what yeah, you said, is, yeah. Exactly what we said and what we feared would happen is the fact that here we are and, and you know, a third of the month has gone by already mm. and we've got nothing. You know, I still haven't had any confirmation on that bid for Neymar as yet. You know, is it going to happen or not? We don't <laughs> know. Have faith. It'll happen, mate. It'll happen. He's a big fan. But, um, you know, this is this is the worry. This is, you know, we, 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 we're not going to, you know, I'm just concerned that we're not going to get anybody to improve um, our firepower. Other than just relying upon the, the fitness of Dominic Calvert-Lewin, which we just know we can't we can't do. To be fair, Dave, the 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 um, the, the odds are stacked against us. I mean, we were linked to the play yesterday from Lorient in French, and apparently the Bournemouth phone is just going to buy Lorient and sell the play oh, to really? himself. Right. <laughs> That's a new way of doing it's, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> another approach, isn't it? It's a different way of doing things, isn't it? You know, it's the old, um, I like the product so much, I bought the company. Well, well Victor Kayam. Absolutely, there's a target reference. Ask your parents on that one, kids. Um, Hashtag Remington Fuzzaway. But you know what? <laughs> but, I mean, even things like, I mean, did they not put it, or were they looking at Danny Ings on loan, which I personally think would have been a good move, you know, at the moment, but, but Villa won't let him go. 
Mm. No, not on loan anyway, certainly. And if they, if they want like 30 million quid for him, then they can whistle. Cause... Mm. See, the thing, I mean, I, the Lorient thing with Bournemouth, is, I, I've heard something totally different today, but there, there, there is an interest. There's a few teams after him as well. And seen Newcastle have offered Mukoku 150 grand a week to leave Dortmund, he's 18, and that kind of thing. But for Everton, we just got it. Just got to see what we can do. I, I still can't believe we we didn't have a deal in place for these players for the first of January. I, I, really I believe, I'm hearing that um, Deli Ali uh, his contract might be back up again for well, we might get him back. So that's quite cool because yeah. obviously you know, he's a good exciting. player. I mean, I mean, he's he's. I mean, there's lot, lots of people fighting over him. I believe yeah. in world football at the moment. But yeah. I think we might be able to secure him. We might need listen, Papa Jones. We might need a 45 minute cameo from somewhere, might we? You know, I think I'd rather have cameo. Playing for us at the moment. <laughs> Could With he that cod piece. Any worse than what no, that cod piece was tremendous. It was Fantastic a cool cod piece. It was. Yeah, I tell you what, I mean, these are these are really, really up to date references. We've had yeah. Victor Kayam, we've had Cameo and Word Up, which Where I think was about 1984. I mean, we mm. really are hitting the ground. 86. Just, 86. just on a, a different angle, though, a couple of positives, though. It's Go great on. to see Godfrey back. It was. Fighting mm. and scrapping. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it seems like the Awobi Awobi thing isn't quite as bad mm. as uh, as it looked. I just thought it was pure Everton to own goal. Alex Awobi out for the rest of the season. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah. um, that's at least a bit of a, a bit of a bonus as well. So there's a couple of there's a couple of um, encouraging. Things. What, got... What's happened to Andrew Andros Townsend? Yeah, where, the... where the hell is Townsend? Yeah, the chef. Back. Well, he went the World Cup, didn't he? And yeah. and and um, unfortunately, it was for ITV commentary. Mm. Um, another setback. Another setback. I mean, I don't know. Chairs. That's it, isn't it? The, the setback was probably, yeah, sitting, not sitting training. There. We got money for it. We sold Nathan Broadhead like yesterday, and we got we got him yeah, you know, more on, than so a million quid. So you know, we've got money for an academy player. That's a big. If that isn't, if that I isn't, thought, you know, I thought that we were we were recalling uh, Broadhead for us. No, I didn't know that we were bringing him back for then offload him to, to, to Ipswich. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, he was only. Dave, ever. I've got breaking news for you. He's not very no. good. Yeah. Not Premier well, League level, obviously. No, I mean... He'll okay. do well at Ipswich. He will do well at Ipswich. And he gets three tickets to see Ned Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Or Ned Sheeran. You don't want, it. You you want know, free tickets to Ned Sheeran. You get free tickets for Ned Sheeran every Friday night. He could have gone to St. Helens. Ned Sheeran, but now yeah. he's, he's going to see the real thing in Ipswich. Mm. So fair play to him. I've, I've got tickets for Ped Sheeran. <laughs> I mean, <that's laughs> Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, exactly. What is it? What's this? Just... Sleeping. <laughs> I was here and giving people conversation. Me, I was here at ten to twelve today. You were. You were. He's sleeping with a loop pedal. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he is there. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I mean, coming on to it was mentioned before. Obviously, this week is uh, said that you know said this a few times. It's embarrassing to be saying this, but this is a a huge football match for Everton on Saturday mm. in terms of where Everton are yeah. and where where they are and and how. Well, we've done a home lately, which is mm. four defeats on the run um, against most teams who've been below us. This one simply can't go the way of the others. Everton have to win, or I think that is the end of the manager, personally. No, yeah, I think, he's gone. I think, I think gone. you're right. I think you're right. If 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 they don't pull something out of the bag against Southampton, but um, you know, you can fully see it going the way of of the others. So, I mean, I can, I can totally see Southampton coming to to Goodison and turning us over. Well, Do you know what, though? There's something changed a bit of Goodison. Like, obviously, last season was all the blue float, uh, smoke flares and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, welcoming the team into the, the stadium and stuff like that. And, and that was a huge part, I think, of getting us over the line, finally mm-hmm. saving our skin last season. So it was an amazing thing. But something has changed a little bit at Goodison, hasn't it? I think there's a, you can feel that kind of tension. I think the players are 
can sense that as well, just because of some of the appalling performances. So mm. it's not quite the, uh, you know, at least at Goodison, we, we've got the crowd behind you thing, which you I mean the crowd's behind you, but mm. I feel like the, the relationship between uh, the, the Goodison faithful and the team is just slightly on a knife's edge as well. And you can sense that with mm. home games. I don't think the, I don't think the thing with the fans is, I don't think the fans would actually particularly sort of, I mean, I'll just say this. They're obviously behind the team, but they weren't, the stuff last season wasn't because we've got all these amazing plays that we love. We were just trying to drag them over the line and mm. think, when you go to match now, it's just it's just soul-destroying. It really is. It's like, there was a team, I think the, the Leicester game was a big, a big, you know, kick that in was, the teeth. The and then obviously we followed up with the away games at Bournemouth and, and then coming back and seeing what happened on Boxing Day. It's just, no one actually believes in that ground that I can see that word that where they think there's any optimism going forward. And obviously we've seen that this week with um, different fan protests and the letter that went in and things like that and stuff that's planned for Saturday. People have just had enough now. Like, you, mm. you can't get any closer to the drain than we are in terms of the whole club. Like, in terms of, like, well, if you buy a couple of players, what does it mean? Now, where's Fra- what's, Frank- what's the situation with Frank Lampard? What's the situation with finances? People have just had enough now, and I don't think, even though there is a bus welcome, I think, planned for Saturday, I don't think fans feel like they've got the energy to do any more than what they've done already. And you do, I, you know, I do see people make some, uh, criticize fans and stuff who go to games, but. It's not easy, honestly. It's not easy going in the game every week. I mean, we where I am in the Gladys, we stand the entire game, and you you feel exhausted before you go in because you just feel like uh, you feel like you've you know you're not had a good night's sleep or whatever. It it does it does drain people, and um, yeah. something has to happen at this football club soon because it's only it's only going one way, and that's not even that's not even you know we survived this year. What happens in the summer if there's no money or mm. you know what I mean? Just the so, thing that's, that's been the most frustrating i think it's just been the lack of communication from the club the other way do you mean they've not really said anything have they nope yeah that's 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 because i think that they are they know that they're gonna get criticized you know i don't i don't think there's really any relationship between the board and the fans at the moment because the the board understand the the animosity that is felt by the fans in the ground you know outside the ground everywhere and and I don't really think they know what to say. Yeah, and and part yeah. but part of that's because you say there's no relationship because this is what they always do. They always duck and cover and wait for it all to blow over and then come back out again with some kind mm-hmm. of, you know, saying if there's a win or something they'll put or, or after the city game they're putting all kinds out. The club just hides the cows in a bunker till it all blows over. Fire machine doesn't go to games. Bill Kenwright got off a two 0 at Brighton, even though he's the world's biggest Evertonian. Um, and 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 the others just sit there and grin and bear it, but they're untouchable. They think they're untouchable, and I think they're going to get a rude awakening now because I don't think this one's going away. Because I just think there's not, there's always been a shield, and last year Rafa Benitez was the shield, and mm. this year mm. fra- people I've said people are going, why aren't more people having a go at Frank? And it's like, well, what's the point? Why there's no need to mix the there's no need to mix the anger. Point the anger in one direction. Frank will fall. <laughs> we all know that. He's going to get sacked. If we don't win on Saturday, he'll get sacked. Or he'll hang on. Um, yeah. And, and you know, and it could end up being a situation where it's Frank Lampard uh, or the board, or Frank Lampard versus the board in terms of the fans' eyes. Because if you're a fan and you still back Frank and you look at the situation he's in with not buying players... Then you're you're almost fighting his corner for you, and mm. and it's it's 
it's such a horrible situation to be in because you, they 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 thought the club thought at the end of the season that there was some kind of unity and that we all thought everything was rosy because we all backed Frank, where most people were just exhausted by the fight. And yes, they backed Frank, but they never backed the board. So it was all, all again, built on um, sand, as yeah. always. Well, we've only got ourselves to blame. I think one of the issues with the tail end of last season, I mean, I got contacted by a few people about the, you know, this campaign of getting up and walking out before the end of the mm. game and all that kind mm. of stuff. But, but because it came at, down towards such a you know, vital mm. last few games of the season, people were conflicted. I think a lot of people agreed with them about, you know, we need to do something about the board. We need to make a statement. But at the same time, you know, you needed to do what you could as fans to get Everton over the line and just at least save the club and then, you know, save our position in the Premier League and, and go from there. So this time, as you were saying, Ped, I think that the warnings are there a lot earlier on. We've mm. got a hell of a lot more left of the season. Uh, and then we're seeing the same stuff happening again. So mm. I think maybe this is why this stuff's getting, people are getting on board now. Cause it's like, well, we can make a point now without jeopardizing the kind of, you know, future of the club and your, your, your position as a fan to go along and support and try and help. The parallels with last season are unbelievable, though. You know, we're, we're at Christmas, you know, first game of the new year, Brighton at home. Well, before lost, that, mm, the 1-1. One, one. The 1-1, one, yeah, the good points. You heroic know, we, draw. We, well, we, we got the heroic draw at City, but we we got the heroic draw at Chelsea last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We then lose the next game, which is the first game of the new year, at home to Brighton. We then yeah. go and, okay, last year we went to Hull and won, which give Benitez a stay of execution. Lampard, the players done all right, I guess, to a point on Friday, which gave them a stay of execution. And then we had the bottom of the table team in the next game. Now, for Rafa yeah. Benitez, it was Norwich last mm. season, and they beat mm. us, and he was gone. And for Frank, it's Southampton at home. And and if we were to... If, if the worst does come to the worst, and Southampton do beat Everton at the weekend, I don't see any way out. He, well, he can't survive. They um, lost their last five. Yeah. At least. Mm. It was seven on the run before they beat Palace in the Cup at the weekend. But we will be in the same. We'd be the middle of January again with no reinforcements and no manager with a transfer window open. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it is crazy. The, the, the only difference is obviously we'd have one game, which is West Ham away, then we've got no game due to us being knocked out in the FA Cup. So there would be that period of time, but you know, it's I, bad though, isn't it? Because yeah. like, if you if you own a business and if you're in business, mm. like, wouldn't you wouldn't you take last season and and you know, what are the learnings from it? Even if you work at, like, I used to work at bloody Pontins Holiday Camp and they used mm-hmm. to do like quarterly updates on you know how we can you know people used to leave tap stripping it cost them thousands every year. Yeah, they used yeah. to do explanations yeah. to us on how you can go around and check the mm. taps if you're cleaning any chalets. So at least even there, they've got some kind of like thought ahead of trying mm-hmm. to have a save your business. Accountability, yeah. yeah. Accountability. They've not got anything like that ever I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't get but it. But it's, it's, it's exactly, exactly to your point, Andy, the fact that in many ways the significance of the, of the Palace win last season was to me not just the fact that they've avoided relegation, but it was the fact that this was never going to happen again. Does that make sense? You know, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it yeah. was it was almost I, I wasn't just looking at it in terms of last season. I was actually looking at it in terms of, you know, sort of the immediate future. And by that, I mean, the next two, three, even five years, I was I was almost thinking, well, you know, based on that, at least we're going to be in the top flight going into the new ground, mm. you know, in little mm. things. Whereas now and I can't believe, as you say, the fact that. Nothing has been learned by what we all went through last season. Mm. And in fact, the situation is now 
worse mm. and our predicament is more dire um our position is more under threat and a genuinely i mean i think if we were to sit here now and say right you know with 20 games to go what do we think staying up or going down um i personally and i dearly hope i'm wrong but i think we're going down i agree with you i think we're going yeah, down yeah I, I do as well i think we're going down because i think i think we're we're one of the worst three teams in the league mm-hmm. genuinely i mean you look at the teams and you just think everyone's got something or everyone's trying to buy someone to make them better. And we're just sitting there and it is the old meme of the, the dog with the fire around them thing and this is okay. This mm. is what I don't get. There's no way. It doesn't seem to be any agency. Got mm. two huge games coming up against against rivals, you know, in, in Southampton, home and West Ham away. And there's no, there doesn't seem to be any great agency to do anything or, you know, there's no... There's no nothing coming out of the club. You know, we were talking yesterday and saying about like Kevin Felwell saying, why why couldn't have he done a a video for the club on for New Year's Day and went, listen, this is the situation we find ourselves in. Mm. We find ourselves in with limited, not limited, you can phrase it in different ways. You don't want to obviously give too much away. We are looking intensively for value for money, and because of the World Cup, uh, clubs aren't selling straight away because. Because of the World Cup, players are coming back in dips and jabs and they're not all sure what they've got and they're not willing to sell. So we've got to take a couple of weeks and just communicate. And do you know what? You might get fans who go, that's a disgrace. But at least fans know what we're, what where we are right now is none of us have any idea, Barb, what the media tell us. Mm, yeah. And because a lot of the media nationally don't really care about us, there's not much too information, not too much information. But at least we'd know. You know, you if you if someone's going to get bad news, you'd rather know they're going to get. You'd rather be told the bad news than sit there wonder what's going on. And this yeah. lack of communication from the club is just—it's mad. It's uh, and it, it, it's been going on for years, and it's because it's the same people at the football club, and and they have the same they have the same uh, uh, old-fashioned way. And we live in a we live in a world now where it's all about constant news, twenty-four-seven news, and it, someone will fill the narrative for them, and it's so weird that these people don't understand that. And I bet you haven't got people working in their in their communications department banging their heads against the wall, desperate to get information out that that, you know, could be used in a uh, to keep damping down the noise and they're probably not being being allowed to. And that's what I, I find maddening in in, in where mm. we are right now. But the, the weird one is like I don't know if we talked about that. Did we mention this last week about um, Stubbs saying that he doesn't get tickets anymore yeah. and everything? Yeah. Cause he's, he's chosen to talk speak out about the mm. club. Obviously, Southall's been you know it's very public about the state of play. The, the person I always wonder about is is Graham Sharp because he's on the inside, right? He's yeah. one of the. Yeah. I wonder what his take on things is in terms of a football mm. guy, such a big connection with the tradition of Everton Football Club. Yeah. It's just odd that he didn't, you don't hear more from him. Where's where's Sharpie and all of this? Well, he's on I mean? the board, isn't he? he sits yeah. on the board. And do you know what's mad about Game Sharp is, is that he probably is has got very strong views about the way the club is, and yeah. that's probably why he's on the board. So almost to relate those, I would imagine, back to them. But because he doesn't relate those views back to the fans. Then a lot of people will just say, "Well, he's just sitting on the board doing nothing, and he's actually there just to appease fans because he's your, your dad's hero or, or your hero or whatever." Yeah, so, yeah. and it's it's a weird contradiction because it's like he probably is there going, "This is not this, the, you know, this is not right. We have certain standards," and but 
because we're not privy to those conversations. We'll never know, and therefore mm. he becomes then someone you can point at going, actually, you're getting a free lunch out of this. And people like mm. Alan Stubbs and Neville Southall, who speak up, uh, are basically having to pay for their own tickets. Mm. And and yep. that's what that's what makes that's what I don't understand at all about this situation. Is you've got great people who've represented Everton speaking up on behalf of the fans and the club, and then. The people in in positions of power are just like no no you go away we don't want we don't want to make our club better because surely if Neville Southall comes out or Alan Stubbs comes out and says this is not good enough this is what we need to do you'd listen to them wouldn't you bring them all in and go mm-hmm. what can we do to make this club better what can yeah. what can how can we make this club you've got experience and they don't they push them as far away as they can and go no no we're going to do it our way and I, listen if we were. Manchester City, I'd go sound, mate. I'd go sound. No issue at all. You can't tell us what to do when we've won all these trophies. But yeah. we're sitting here again, another relegation fight, and we all. I feel. I feel hopeless. I must admit, I feel really hopeless at the situation at the moment mm. because I don't see players coming in, and I don't see the board moving heaven and earth to try and make the situation better. And that's why I think we'll be relegated, is because it just feels inevitable, and it, it's like we're just. Slow, we're like sleepwalking, sleepwalking, aren't we? We're sleepwalking mm-hmm. now. Uh, but yeah. also, you know, at what, at what point? At what point is it deemed urgent? Mm. Whereby, you know, we get the blue smoke flares out and we make it in it hostile and intimidating mm. atmosphere mm. for people. At what point does that kick in? Because, as I say, you know, yeah, we've got twenty games left or whatever it is, but it's as critical and as mm. urgent now mm. as it will be in March and it will be in April and it will be at the beginning of May. I mean, how many games did, was it 16 games that Lampard had last season? 19. 19. 19. Okay. 19. Okay. Fine. 18. It was. Rafa had 19. Dunk had one and Lampard had the next 18. Okay. Fine. But he's only won nine games in his Everton career. Yeah. 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 But, but we are, what I, what I mean is we are very much at that sort of, we are. Yeah. No, we are. You know, I don't, um, and I, 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 as you say, Ped, I just feel sort of, I feel hopeless about it because I don't think anything's going to change, and I, I just think that we are sleepwalking. And, and and I genuinely don't know know what I don't know what to do about the I don't know what to feel or what to do about the manager situation. No. Um, because I I do want Frank to do well. I think yeah. there is an inevitability that he will get the sack, and at the moment he's sort of dead man walking, which I don't like. Mm. But then. And I know we said this so many times. It's like, well, who takes over? Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. I mean, if we were, if we were in a situation now, and okay, this is one for for for, for Ped and Baz. If we're in a situation now, or rather, let's say we're in a situation in a week's time, and we've lost against Southampton, and you have the call, and it's either get rid of Frank or keep Frank, or we bring in someone like Deitch. What do you do? What do you do? Do you know what? I, I, I find it really hard to answer that, Dave, because I'm not even thinking in those terms at the moment. I'm really not. All my yeah, anger. But, but I will I will answer it. I will answer it. All my anger at the moment is is towards the football club. It really mm. is because I think it's so this situation is so desperate that all my anger is in that point in that in that view. I'd sack him personally, I think, because I think that I just think that he's conflicting in the way he wants to play. And I think anyone who's conflicted doesn't 
fully understand the situation and how how desperate it is. And I think he's, I think, I think he's when he went from the City game to the Brighton game and almost disrespected City by uh, disrespected Brighton by not realizing mm. how how really really not how good, good they, they are, are but how much better they are than us. Mm. I think yeah. for me that was a warning sign to me that he mm. can't get out of his own way to like this idea. I keep, I've heard this a few times going. Oh, Everton Everton fans don't want to see that style of play. I'm not asked. I've seen I've seen every style of play under the sun. I just want fo- winning football. Right now, I just want football that wins games of football and mm. we score goals. Mm. And I'm not sure Frank Lampard can produce that. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got enough in his in his in his um, back pocket to be able to go. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it well. Mm. I just I think he he's got his own style and I don't think it. I think it, it it rubs up against the way that we really do need to play, which was the way we played at City and the way we played at Man United. And and but then who takes over? It's Dice, it's very it's some, very easy to say someone like Dice because he's been in that situation before. But then Burnley sacked him last year. Yeah, he was going down. So it, but then he, I mean, but he done a brilliant job. At I Burnley. wouldn't. Have That's what I think he did. He Dyche. did a brilliant job. But I, what I might look at is I might look at someone like Dice and just say, "Do you fancy six months? Do you fancy keeping us up, being a contract for next year?" And if he says no, then he says no. You know, there's there's managers out there. But what I would say is there's a lot of there are managers out there who are far superior than Frank Lampard as managers, far superior. So, but there's there's different. But here's 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 the thing though. Surely there there are different there are different managers for different situations. Yeah, yeah, and by, absolutely. And by that I mean that maybe, and this is giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Frank Lampard is the wrong manager for where we are as a club at this moment in time. In other words, if we were further down the road in terms of our development, if that ever happens but we were in a better situation, we had better players and we were in a safe situation, mm. maybe he would then be able to kick on and actually play his sort of football. But at the moment, what we're talking about is a manager mm. who just needs to do the absolute basics. And I hate to go back to it, but, you know, we're talking about Sam. Uh, uh, Sam uh, yeah, we're talking yeah. about Allardyce territory, mm. aren't we? Mm. You know, yeah. that kind of a manager. We're talking about somebody who will literally just shore up the back and hopefully keep them up. Mm. We, we get linked a lot with uh, what's his name Nuno whatever his name is the Spirito Santo yeah yeah, yeah but that's that's another one that no, we get linked don't to don't want him Lucien Favre's just been sacked by Nice no. who? Lucien Favre yeah. who we should have brought in we should have no we should have brought Lucien Favre in before we brought Frank in Lucien Favre is a brilliant manager and has worked in desperate situations he's just Why been sacked sacked him well that, that we brought Carlo Ancelotti in three days after after no, tra- beggars can't tra- be choosers what I'm saying Frank is, Lampard is not up to this at all he's just not up to this yeah. in my eyes I think the problem is that there's no one when you look at it oh there's loads who of managers got, no, there's no one who you look and go he would he would do it would anyone have had would anyone have had the the, the Brighton manager Jay. who the I've never heard of him before. Exactly, he done well in Italy. But, exactly, but there's loads of managers Wallop. out there that of can course. get it. You're like a computer-generated manager on Pro Evo. <laughs> we just need listen. Everton have got me like the woman who's gone and married their ragdoll, which you know Ped put in our chat the other day. You know now now she's having the baby together with the ragdoll, which I don't quite understand. I don't understand how Evan have got you like that. They have, because now I just think I need something else to, to That is the on. weirdest segue I've ever heard I in know, my life. I but I just need something to focus that on. That sounds like you've got something... me thinking about. Next Sean on Absolute Dice. Radio, have I... you ever married a ragdoll? <laughs> me and Richie will be talking all about it while making yeah. toasties. An idea which I did once steal off Ped. Mm. 
I don't want. I don't want Sean. That's the circle of shite now. This Peds is outrageous. I don't want Sean Dyche. He's a red. Okay. All right, I don't all right, think we right. were talking about Sean Dyche. Don't bring he's a red thing into I it. I will. Listen, listen, I don't I'm want any more diverse stuff that's going to be divisive. I've, the no only one person cares. who's mentioned right, Dyche being a red is you. Go on, Dave. Right. I'm going to make it easier for you, right? So I'm going to fast forward in time to a hypothetical situation, possibly <laughs> mm. in about two or three weeks' time. Here's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Go right. on, then, mate. We have a situation. Lampard has been sacked. Available are Graham Potter... Who's lost a Chelsea job? Yeah. David Moyes has lost a West Ham job. Yeah. And Sean Dyche, who is still mm. out of work, having lost a Burnley job at the back end of last season. Yeah. yeah. Who'd you go for? Easy one. You have coming. at this point about, I don't know, 16 games left. Kirbishly, it's time. It is time for Kirbishly. <laughs> he, he could save us. Where's Pardew? Pards. At least you'd oh, see yeah. him dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine that. Yeah. When we scored the goal. Um, uh, it, well, out of those three, it'd be Potter for me. In a relegation scrap. Yeah, but uh, listen, David Moyes will have been sacked because he's in a relegation scrap despite spending copious amounts of money at West Ham. We're, we've, we've actually... Dice is... Would have... T- let's just... Let's not act- muddy the waters. Dice was about to be relegated and Burnley... No, I know, I know. Burnley decided he wasn't Some the right man. believe that we would have kept them up. He wouldn't have kept them up. He got rid of him and, and almost stayed up. Well, Dice, no. Almost no. He's, he's gone for me. Haven't we got... Just, just, haven't we wandered into the territory of managerial circle of shite here? Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, because he's going to end up on the same thing as what Sam Allardyce is, the fixer. But isn't that what we need? No. We get him in. We but get him in. Well, he comes in. I, yeah. I don't think you're appreciating the situation here. I, I, I don't think, think I am appreciating I don't think, I don't a... think you're. No, I do. I think okay. we bring oh, the manager. As always I, for the I, podcast, Ped's right I in think, his own well, mind. Well, I think Dave backs me here. Dave I think, back here. I think we need a manager who saves us from relegation and nothing else. Hang on. I agree. Hang on. Sean Dice was taking Burnley down. But, he, but there's no proof that he's taking them down, though. No, but he was. They, they he sacked them. They were awful. People, they sacked them. They were awful after they sacked them. They were an they awful won team. Six out of eight they games. They were an awful team. A lot of people believe Sean Dyche would have saved them. Ultimately, we'll, nev- we'll never know. fans don't. They were celebrating and well, still are celebrating. A lot, of, a lot of people believe he would have kept them up. Who, who these but the point being is, the point being, he kept them. He kept them up for, for a long time as on no money. It's the old. Eddie so Roberto House. Martinez kept wigging up. It's the old years. Eddie Howe situation at Bournemouth. No, a lot of people, a totally lot of people looked at him and thought he he couldn't do it. People lean, people lean from experiences. And I, Ma- I manager exp- uh, speculation aside, yeah, I, I don't think the whole um, uh, blue smoke thing is ever going to happen again. Though I think those days no. are done. I think fans look, would look like mugs if we end up back in that situation again, where we're trying to get in the you know. We're, you know, welcome the, the 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 team bus into the ground with the blue smoke again because it's going to make us look like idiots, isn't it? Well, let's, they're doing it on Saturday, so I think I think fans will do what they need. Fans to do. will do welcome it. To hell, no, well, fans will do it because they they will feel like that's the only way they can, and they're right. It's the only way they can really influence it. They don't play the game. They don't make the decisions in the boardroom. They're not Kevin Thelwell. So they'll do it. I, I do kind of agree with you, Andy. Once, once it repeats again, it's almost like how the they may the fans may well do it, and they may well do it with the same verve and and you know uh, you know vociferous passion. crowd and passion and everything else, every other superlative you want to throw at it. Will it have the same reaction this year? I'm not convinced. And Everton are in a mess at the moment and need reinforcements. But for me, 
Sean Dice isn't the answer. He really, he's, he's not never been the answer for Everton. And I, I don't think he's the answer. And I don't think, he's not Sam Allardyce who had the history of doing it. He's a fella that found a club with zero pressure whatsoever. Could play awful football year in, year out. And almost relegated them. And because we are struggling, not at the halfway stage yet, but just about to be, when people are now holding him up as if he would come in and fix Everton, I find it. I don't think it's I, a case fi- of fi- I actually find I it unbelievable. Case, I don't think it's a case of fixing Everton. I think it's a case of doing the job. So what happens if he comes in and relegates us? Well, we're, going, we're heading that way anyway. We're not though. We are. We're not though, are we? Because there's more than half a season. But, but in the bottom, right, we're, we're in the bottom three for a start. We've won three games all season. When, when we win we Saturday, are we're utter- out the bottom three, on, aren't we? We are utterly awful, hmm? right? Frank Lampard is doesn't seem to have the answers. And I don't think this team is anywhere good enough to play its way out. Yeah, I'm not saying So I So you've got to look around and look at those. John Dice was a name mentioned. I'd have David Moyes back. I don't care if he gets sacked by West Ham or not. I'd have him him back because I think his type of football would, would do the job. But I, I think... We've we've narrowed it down to a very small group of managers. Where I think this is this is Everton's problem is that they don't look past. They don't. They can't see past the Sean Dyche. They can't see past the David Moyes. There are managers out there, but you've got to find the one that fits the squad we've got now. Mm. And I think Sean Dyche is a very na- easy name. I haven't. I have. I, I haven't even said I want Sean Dyche. I'm just saying that I think Sean Dyche would probably do a better mm. job than Frank Lampard because he because un- he, he understands the situation. Mm. I don't quite think Frank Lampard understands the situation. Yeah. Of where we are, that's all I'm saying. No, I, I, I agree just think with that, that he it should be time to knuckle I agree, down. I agree with that. Sean Dyche is a name that the media throw out because he's out of work. Yeah, yeah. Is Sean Dyche any better than really any better than say Wayne Rooney in this situation? No, actually, out the two, I'd, and, and people will give me stick for this because Sean Dyche has got a, a track record and Wayne Rooney hasn't. But I would rather, I think Wayne Rooney would be a better appointment than him because I think Wayne Rooney's got experience in a tough situation as he was at Derby but he also understands Everton but I'm not sat here going he's the I've said yesterday if Everton could somehow throw a big pot of money at friggin' Potatino or Tussle and, and they would consider it that would be the way to go there's Dominic Tedesco who's done a great job in Germany uh, that, but Everton wouldn't hot, think of looking sorry, at that that's not a real person that's a hot sauce it is a hot sauce, but yeah, he's got a hot sauce company as well. That's to be fair, but he's done a good job. There is, you're right. There's loads of managers. I feel like there. we're dominating the conversation here. I feel it like is. these two are just well, sitting there watching What would you two do? Us. Dave asked the question. <laughs> what are you two doing? Well, you know, I, I, I listen. I, I, I did ask the question, and I, I have to say, you know, in terms of, in terms of where we are and, and what we could possibly get, um, I'm with Ped. I think mm. if I had to choose somebody to see us out for this season, it would be Moyes. Because okay. I think that Moyes understands the club. Mm. He understands the fans. He understands the importance. He has Everton in his heart as well, which mm. I think, you know, sounds a bit romantic. But I think actually in this instance, it does help mm. in terms of it ju- rather than it just being another job whereby, do you know what? If I succeed, great. I get a bit of a bonus. If I don't succeed and I take him down, then no one was expecting it anyway and I still get paid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's it's a it's a dire situation. Yeah. but but that's that's where my vote would go personally. Mister Bush, the last words to you. Then what so would I've you do? Go. I've got <laughs> quickly. I knock it on the head. Start supporting Man City. Mm, that, that is 
fair enough. That's that's a consideration. That's, that is a that's the fit. Let's just do it. Let's just get new shirts. Come on, yeah. get new shirts. Replace the stuff at the background of your of your, mm. of your yeah. studio yeah. there, fellas. And let's just let's have an easy life. Yeah. There's no point doing this. Why do we put ourselves through it? So we I mean? call it like what the blue the blue moon podcast or something. We could do that. Yeah. We could still have the podcast be... and talk about how great they are and how many goals we'll win by this week. Once in a blue moon. Once in a... Yeah. There you go. There you go. Let's leave it. Moon, That's yeah. Let's leave it there. Boys, I know you two have got to rush off, so thank you as always. Sorry, fellas. But, no, no problem at all. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. See you later.